Welcome to Imagine This Podcast. A conversation show where we talk to Milwaukee's arts, cultural, and creative leaders to highlight all the incredible transformative work in our region. We hope that after listening to the pod, you will see our region and all the awesome artists, arts organizations, and creative assets in Milwaukee in a new way. I'm David Lee. I'm MacArthur Antigua. And I'm Lindsay Sheridan. All right. Well, we are live. Hello, listeners. Recording live here at No Studios. What? Third floor. The, in the original podcast studio with our incredible, beautiful roadcaster podcast here that we've only used five times. It's got Apex on board. It's Class A servo biased preamps. Road with the O with the slashy through. So hopefully we sound even better. Uh, and we're excited because after the break, we're going to have uh, Grace Weber. Grammy Award winner. Born in the Tosa, out in LA, also like Sarah Delighton, by city identification. Right? Another another member of the MKELAX contingent. There it is. We're maybe gonna... not officially, maybe not TM. What's our season four today, Mac? It's that can't be season four of Lost again. No, no. And because uh, uh, one of our ardent listeners is sick of me and my anti-Lost takes. What's up, Eric? Um, so I, th- I think my season four uh, shout out uh, was going to be... Um, uh, season four moonlighting, which was the faded. That was the tough season. By the, by the way, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, salute, yeah, bummer. Yeah, salute to Bruce Willis in a career. Did you read the LA Times article about him? No. He was apparently over the last few years taken advantage of. Well, not all there. Huh? Kind of taken advantage of. So I don't know if oh. you've noticed in the last few years, all of his movies were uh, went to like straight to Netflix or whatever. Well, straight I mean, to Amazon. Be, before they'd be straight to like everything's straight to Netflix now. But you're saying no, at a different time, no. it'd be straight to video, right? Like right, that, that, that right, quality right, 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 right. I mean, not. but these movies are definitely straight to Netflix now. It's it's like not just like straight to Netflix, like Red Notice, but it's like straight to Netflix, yeah. like like I, I made it, you know, like deep search, <laughs> like you have to really. Deeply search. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and like they had to like you know feed him lines and like his oh. and and uh, a couple of different um, wow. a couple of different uh, movies had to like you know they had to cut down his dialogue and everything wow. else and, and people seemed to be concerned, but apparently some people were not concerned because they were getting paychecks every time. It kept he working was, them. Yeah, it kept them. And I, I just seem to understand that only it, it affected his ability to sort of cognitively perform, right? Yeah. And outside of it. Aphasia, right? Yeah, that's right. right. It's just, ooh. Anyway, Moonlighting. Season four Moonlighting. I'm, I'm with was, it. Which was I'm sort of it. a tough season, just because I think by that time, Bruce was looking into movies. Right? Yeah. He was thinking about it. And of course, egos. Yeah. But uh, I, again, I, was, I don't think I was a desired target audience for Moonlighting, but I loved it. Also, Milwaukee connection with Moonlighting. Al Yep. Milwaukee some great. fly by night, some fly by day. I'm not going to sing anymore or else we'll have to pay the algebra state. Well, and also Grace Weber's coming in. And yeah, like, you, you don't should have her sing the Moonlighting theme. Yeah, that's right. Theme. Maybe that's That'll be was. a bit. That's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess sing the Moonlighting theme. <laughs> we should have, no, we have a wheel. We spin it and it's like a Milwaukee song of some sort. Yeah. You know, yeah. Milwaukee Strong. Yeah. Uh, Algero's, uh, you know, Moonlighting theme. Uh, Citizen King. Yeah, right? that's a, that's another yep. Milwaukee group. Uh, it would be Bodines. The Bodines uh, doing, uh, you know, closer to free, violent femmes. Violent femmes, definitely. Yep. What other Milwaukee acts would be? <laughs> you spin the way. Is it like sing. all old time, old timey bands, I, or is helping. it like I'm yeah, not like helping. yeah? We, we need we need like more like yeah. Got Raina up in there. What like, about uh, what about uh, also like speech from Arrested yeah. Development? Yeah, maybe uh, people every day. 
after F is a few quadrants down. It's a good album. It's a, it's a good album. album. So anyway, there you go. So I won't sing anymore. Algero. So season four, that's where we went for season four, Moonlighting. Uh, this week, we have Grace Weber on because Grace Weber made a really awesome song. Called 414. And why is that important? Because it's 414 Day. It is 414 Day Happy this week, this Thursday. Day. Happy 414 Day, everybody. Right, ahead of time. This pod comes out ahead of it, but we're planning ahead. And, of course, uh, Imagine MKE. You do it once, it's a fluke. You do it twice. It's a thing. And you do it three times. It's a trilogy. It's a, it's a, oh, I was going to say it's a tradition. It's uh, Right. It's a tradition it's, like no other, <laughs> as Jim Nance would say, hello, friends, the Masters this past week. So, um, so yeah, we're, it's a new tradition. So, so David, you know, what's it like, you know, I guess and I, I guess the, the banter is focusing on what it was like to put together this awesome uh, yeah. piece, which was not just Grace Weber's piece, but also includes uh, Milwaukee Poet Laureate. Uh, Dr. Kelly Hamilton. Dr. Kelly Hamilton, as well as the cinematography skills. Of one Sam Ragani. Yeah. So we're just running it back. Every every year, we, we're going to run back. I don't know if every, if every year, but again, yeah, this year's video features... Um, a new poem by uh, Dasha Kelly Hamilton called Firelight, which is all about um, the new morning and the light of the new morning and what that what we do as a community and how we show up to that light and what um, and, and how we orient ourselves to the mm-hmm. to the inspiring light of the new day. It will feature again, as Mac mentioned, the the incredible cinematography of Sam Ragani for again the third third year in a row. This is this is our this is our return of the Jedi, I guess, right? This is the third one. That was a good one. Yeah. So is at some point, are the Ewoks dancing, like, outside of the Hone Bridge? No. Got to have a obligatory Ewok scene. Yeah, so, well, the video comes out this Friday, and, and, and you'll be able to hear the poem and, and everything else. But I think the, 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 the thing about this year's um, 4 and 4 Day video is that it's actually going to feature the voices of everyday Milwaukeeans, and it's going to feature... Um, every, the faces of everyday Milwaukeeans. Yeah. You know, our first our first video from two years ago, which we'll all link to the to the infe- to the in the ephemera. Um, the the first year was really about the launch of our organization um, that got kind of waylaid by COVID. Uh, so mm-hmm. the first years, right, was about like a celebration of our strong arts and culture community at a time of 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 uncertainty and darkness. Mm-hmm. Last year's video was about our community coming out of that darkness uh, to the new day. And this year is really about kind of um, standing up in the light of this new day um, and moving into the future. And, and, and it is and a trilogy. It yeah, is, it is. It, it is. That's it right. Moves. It moves. Yes, That's right. Moves. The cool thing, though, is that, uh, again, the, this year's video really features everyday Milwaukeeans and um, including the everyday Milwaukeeans of the two leaders of our city and county, uh, Mayor, new Mayor Cavalier Johnson, and also County Executive David Crowley, which is uh, just an incredible get to be able to have the both of them in our 414-day video. So wanna, and that, I want to take a little time to talk about it because, uh, listeners, just to give you a little sense, um, you did some recording yesterday. And so uh, Last time, week, yeah, last week. Sorry, Last week, yeah. right. At the time of this recording is last week. And so just give you a sense, usually we meet up um, Thursdays as a team and we get together. Uh, but you had to record them yeah. during our scheduled hang. Yeah. Um, and so as a result, it became sort of this modified thing that we, that we did the hang at the city hall. 
right? <laughs> we, we, hang. Hang. We, we brought the hang to City Hall. <laughs> so I just want to get some takes on what was it like to have people bother you on set? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what was it like to actually record um, and capture uh, a, a newly elected mayor and also our, our recently elected, um, you know, a couple of years ago, right? During uh, the pandemic, during yeah. During the pandemic, yeah. uh, David Crowley. And to have the two first African-American leaders of Milwaukee City and Milwaukee County. It was, yeah, it was incredible. Um, so f- funny, a couple funny stories. The first one is um, if you ever are to uh, make a meeting with one of them and you invite the other one to crash, make sure you let their, uh, their, their, their staff know hey. so that there's not like an international incident, right? So was there, was there an incident? No, there wasn't an incident. Like, so, so it all came about like this. I, I ran into County Executive Crowley on Wednesday and I was like, hey, what are you doing at four o'clock on, on Thursday? And he's like, oh, I got an hour break. And I was like, you want to come down to the city hall and do this video with us? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And so I thought it would be a put on. I thought he was just sort of like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come, but you know, not show up. And I texted him in the, in the morning. I was like, Hey, we'll be there at four. Um, just text me when you get there and we'll let you know where we are. And he's like, I'll be there. And oh, then, and then, on. and then at four o'clock we get there and, and you know, the mayor's team comes out and they're like, is it just you guys? It's just, it's me, Elizabeth and Samer. Right. And I was like, no, you know, uh, Victor, uh, Chevy's friend is coming. And also the County executive is coming by and they're like, they didn't call us. Oh boy. They didn't call at us. At a moment. Yeah. And oh, I was like, uh-oh. You know what the first thing they did? Was they all looked at each other like somebody knows, right? Like, so they didn't, they didn't like assume. You didn't tell? Like, because that's how egregious it is. Like, the, the county executive protocols. is coming here? There's protocols, right? Like, yeah, they know if he, they, don't they have like chips on their bodies? So they know if they're even in each other's domains. Yeah. I mean, this moment, like in the wire or they're talking where, yeah. uh, where Bunk talks about like, well, the body's in Prince George County. Yeah. And you know, like, right, like in the opening episode and they're talking, well, we can't do anything about it. It's not our jurisdiction. So that happened. You had a little, a little yeah. Bit so of they, that, they, they call over lunch. to, they call over to the county executive, county executive's office and they, they clear it up, whatever. And then a couple minutes later, David walks in and I was like, I didn't know that just asking you to come was going to ca- cause some sort of like intergovernmental like problem and he's like nah man it was whatever so it was fine (laughs) it was what was really cool though it was the first time david was in uh, the mayor's office um with chevy obviously as the mayor and so it was great to just see like to your point the 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 two young dynamic african-american leaders um together Mm -hmm. in the mayor's office kind of you know having having a you know, just sort of catching up, you know, um, right. it was just, it was really, really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, we talk about serendipity all the time and, and we talk about small walkie too. I mean, Milwaukee's a, a big city obviously, but there are these moments like, Hey, do you want to come on by? Sure. Is yeah. it, and at the same time, I think you're fully aware that he could easily be, you know, chairman, county chair, uh, county executive board, county, exec, county yeah. executive Crowley. Could easily be like, I've got a plethora of meetings I need yeah. to get to. Like, I, you were ready for the cancel. You, you, you yeah. were ready. You were ready. Um, but at the same time, you honored it. He's like, you got to ask. Be, yeah, you got to ask, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Do this. Yeah. And they both, uh, you know, per- contributed to the poem. Um, they both, you know, were just both incredible in the uh, in in the shoot. And, um, you know, it was just, it was so much fun. And like, and then I think to your point, like we, we finished, we wrapped up uh, at the shoot in the mayor's office and we walk out of the mayor's office and suddenly the whole Imagine crew was in the lobby of the mayor's office or in the, in the anteroom in the mayor's office. Cause we were supposed to meet the St. Kate's yeah, afterwards. Across the street. Yeah. And I was like, 
I had forgot. I mean, I knew that we were going to St. Kate, but like seeing you guys there was so out of context. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing here? It suddenly like you guys like sort of appeared out of nowhere, right? <laughs> and what was so nice was that like everybody was doing the thing that I would expect them to do at the time <laughs> if I just walked in on them, right? Like Antoine is doing something magical. Uh -huh. Jason's like, you know, reading his book and Rachel's like making friends with like just the, the people in the office, right? Just like talking to everybody. And I was like, oh, everything is right in the world. Yeah, right? That's, like, how, that's how it goes. That's neat. That's great. Um, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. And unfortunately, uh, and we didn't mention this at the top, you know, I, I wasn't there because I was in charge of uh, lacrosse practice carpool. I had, I had to leave. We heard you were pretty salty at uh, at St. Kate's, getting getting all edgy about like this is time to go. We got to go, guys. We got to go. Oh, because yeah, you got to get right by the carpool. There's people depending on me, and I can't be late. Uh, so yeah, so I, I I don't know if I'd say salty. I was just very I was very on time, and then uh, <laughs> was very on time. and then Lindsay, unfortunately, um, is well, fortunately for her, she's she's on the East Coast right now. Yeah, doing some sort of a workcation, which is well deserved, well earned. But she, that's why she wasn't. Otherwise, yeah. she. What would be Lindsay? What would be uh, brand on brand for Lindsay in that in that office? What would be on brand for Lindsay? And this is where she stares at. She's staring at her at her phone as she's listening to this right now. And what's what will David say? You know, I think Lindsay would be trying to like figure out like where we were so that we could get the, over to the St. Kate's and do whatever activity we we were planning on doing. <laughs> she's like, how do we time this? She's all like, together? I mean, she she does she has described herself as a tour manager, right? So she yeah, had been right. like, we got to get on the get, get on the get on the ball. She has the metaphorical clipboard. Yeah, metaphorical pencil. The, but the clipboard ear. is in her brain because she's brain. she's sharp. That's right. What do you think Lindsay would be doing if you would just sort of like walk <laughs> in the mayor's office? <laughs> I think, you know what? I think she'd be like looking, uh, she, I think she'd be appreciating any sort of art that'd be in there. I think she'd be mm. sort of curious, are there books? Or like, what are the visual like arts on the wall or something? Like, I think she'd be looking. She, she, I, I, and I think it's her, and again, I I think it'd be her way of sort of just trying to understand more about this. Like, what am I dealing with here? What do I got? I think yeah. she'd be curious about right. you know, what, what's featured here. But that so, mental clipboard is like, we got to get to the there's next still, Yeah, and there's a mental clipboard. Like, hurry up. Let's go. Um, that being said, um, well, it's coming out this Thursday. Um, and so excited to have Third it in the trilogy. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. I, I love that. It's a project that we do. And, you know, you talked about David, that we don't, we don't necessarily do, we're an arts and cultural organization that doesn't produce arts and culture, but I think it's artifacts like that. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's a bit of a product in a way it, I think it is an expression of it, right? It's sort of the interpretation of the opportunity and the possibility of, of where we are now as a city uh, in terms of how we want to tell our story yeah. uh, in that way. So I think in that way, we are creating art here. Sometimes we do. Yeah, sometimes we do. Yeah, and we're lucky we get to. And and what an incredible opportunity just to to, to once again work with Dasha Kelly Hamilton mm. and Sam Argani on, on this project for the third year in a row. I mean, they've been incredible. And um, it would be far be it for us to 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 do this podcast with a without Lindsay, obviously, given that she's she's on break, but also, um, also without the work of Elizabeth, our newest member uh, in producing this video and coordinating yes. all of the the stuff. I mean, we um, it was just uh, <clears throat> the other benefit, right, of of doing this, of participating in the shoot last week, was being able to see her at work mm -hmm. with Samer, sort of you know doing all the stuff, right. So thank. Thank you to our team. Thank you to Dasha. Thank you to Samra. It's just, can't wait for you to see it. It's coming out uh, later on this week. You know who's coming up after the break? Grammy award-winning 
artist Grace Weber. She's uh, from Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, currently based in Los Angeles, California, and has collaborated with artists like Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, Westside Boogie in Tokyo. She's also won a Grammy Award and performed on national television shows like Showtime at the Apollo and The Oprah Winfrey Show. Grace is also known for her music lab. Started in 2016, it's a free monthly music and arts education program and talent accelerator for Milwaukee high school students, hosted by her and DJ Be Free. At the Music Lab, students have the opportunity to learn about music and entertainment industries through featured guests, as well as build relationships with their peers and collaborate and perform together. It's one of four grantees nationwide to receive funding from the United States Presidential Scholars Foundation. After the break, 414's own Grace Weber. here in real time with the inimitable, inimitable, the wonderful Grace Weber. Grace, welcome to the third floor of No Studios. Thank you so much for having me. It feels good to be back. Great. You remind, I've never met you before, but you remind me of somebody I should know. You just have that familiarity. Grace Weber? I love that. Well, no, no, well, you of course are Grace Weber. But I just feel like <laughs> you, you have a presence that just sort of was like, how, you, you f- I, just in our opening bit, I was like, how are you not hosting a show yourself? You feel, do you have a <laughs> podcast that you're hosting? I, I mean, don't. We sh- okay, we, you should. Honestly, I feel like that's like a Milwaukee thing. Like, honestly, what I've been meeting a lot of Milwaukee people in LA recently, okay. and there's this feeling that we've known each other forever. You know what I mean? Like, okay. It's just like the groundedness of this city, I feel like creates this energy of like, people are just real, you know? All right. I'm looking forward to more like Milwaukee observations. I'm looking for more like observations you have yeah, yeah, yeah. of folks out there. But <laughs> so, so do you, do y'all get together? Like, is there like a Milwaukee club out in Los Angeles where y'all like get together and go out for beer or something? Well, the cra- well kind of the crazy thing is that I've been meeting so many Milwaukee musicians in the okay. past, like few months. It's mm. really cool. So, and sort of serendipitously and not mm. knowing that we're from Milwaukee. So oh. I was in a studio session about a month ago with this producer named Q Gulledge. Okay. Um, he produces for Lucky Day, Silk Sonic. So he just won a Grammy. Congratulations to them. And, and the best acceptance. Uh, yes. Of one. <laughs> when you accept your Grammy next time, I want you to have that where you <laughs> listen to your song and like watch everyone look at me, look at me as I take in my own. Song. I mean, that was great. I love that's your next time when you win one. It's Again, like, why not take in that moment and listen to you know everyone <laughs> listening to your song? They're they're amazing, but um, but yeah. So, but there was a sense that I like knew Q from yeah. somewhere. Mm. I was like, God, I just feel like I know we haven't met, but I just had this energy. I'm like, Where are you from? From Milwaukee, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" That's it. There it is. It. There yeah, it is. and it happened again last week with um, a rapper and artist named Felix who's okay. from Milwaukee. Wow. Working with a producer named Calvin Valentine who's from Oregon, but I'm okay. starting to see this Milwaukee presence like mm. wow. bubbling up more and more in the music scene, and wow. it's just making me feel so good. So oh. yeah, well, you're, we all knew each other. Your work of going out there has helped, right? Like whether you are or not, right? You're helping pave the way, literally pave the way for people to feel comfortable and, and welcome. We hope you're welcome on our pod. We're so glad to have you. And we're celebrating uh, your song that's dropping on 414, which is called 414. Yep. That's it. Direct that's to that's the point. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I like it. Your marketing team is just like. Yeah, we're like, you know what? We just got to tell them as Yeah, it as is. it is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Digits are great. Numbers are awesome. People like integers. Uh, so um, we're excited. The her- I heard the track. I got access to it early. I went on Napster. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, after it's still around. Still around. Really? Yeah, no, it's, it's not around. It's not around. You're like, wait a minute. I want to get my stuff out there. Hold on. Let me get my stuff out there. 
No, um, but all serious, it's a lovely track, so we're here to talk about it. But also, as you, you've been hinting, talking about the act of being a creator, an artist now, and having uh, uh, multiple identities, uh, one obviously in your new city of Los Angeles as a creator, but also here, being connected to here. So look forward to talking about that. But before we get to a present tense, we love to ask folks on this, be it a creator, artist, or whoever, we recognize that arts and culture probably had a strong imprint on you. So we'd love to hear a story of a time, an experience you had uh, with arts and culture that left that imprint on you. It could have been your informative years or it could have been like last week. I don't know. But we would love to hear what that was and, and what about it still resonates with you today. I makes me think of um, when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. um, I was in on a retreat with my grade school, um, and we were all sitting in this room together, and the teacher walked in, and she was like, okay, guys, we have a surprise for you. The Central City Youth Gospel Choir of Milwaukee is going to come in and sing for you guys. Mm-hmm. And in walked the Central City Youth Gospel Choir, and I just remember, it was almost like slow motion. <laughs> I was so excited to be... Um, seeing these singers um, yeah. walking into the space, and I just knew it was going to be magical. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they opened their mouths, sang their hearts out, and mm-hmm. I was so moved in that moment. I, I always say it's like it was this like flashbulb moment for me, mm. this like super formative moment for me as a singer, an artist, and a person where they moved me so much, I instantly raised my hand afterwards and auditioned for them on the spot. Oh, <laughs> I was wow. like, can I sing for you guys? Can oh, I join my gosh. Your choir? Oh, my and gosh. And so I sang for them in front of all my classmates oh and my everything. Oh, my gosh. And they said, yes, join the choir. What? And so a month later, I joined the choir, and that was um, probably, you know, one of the, like, tent poles of, of how I became who I am as a singer and an artist. Um, yeah, so that's probably my most formative memory of how a moment in Milwaukee culturally and musically really affected me. Did you, did you have a, a background or a love of gospel music before then, or was it just, like, hearing it for the first time just sort of, like, moved something in you? I did. I was actually obsessed with gospel music. Oh, okay. So they found yeah. you were the right yeah. person. You were the right person. Yeah, 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 exactly. right, right, right. Right. Like know. most eleven-year-olds yeah. from Wauwatosa, <laughs> way in the gospel. Music. I know. That's the thing. Was like, I was in the Milwaukee Children's Choir before that. Which okay, was so great, you had access to but some we, It wasn't gospel music. Yeah. It was right. classical. We were like bow ties and cummerbunds. Sure. It was very like formal. Um, uh-huh. But I was obsessed with. With gospel music and soul, and actually the movie Sister Act Two. I don't know. If oh, <laughs> okay. Back yeah. in the habit. Were you yeah. back in the habit? I was, Sister Act Two was uh, Lauren Hill. And yep. that whole. And so I was like, <laughs> loved his eyes on the sparrow, and just like all the songs that I learned okay. from that movie. And so okay. it was also this moment where, like, I didn't even realize, you know, as uh, an eleven-year-old, that like I could be a part of a gospel yeah. choir and, mm. and such an amazing one, like the Central City Youth Gospel mm. Choir. And so it was very. It felt very serendipitous as far as like yeah being in the right mm. time at the right moment and just like being moved that i knew like i have to i have to are you the type connected. to be like i'm gonna audition right now or yes. were you like okay <laughs> so that that's just that's on brand I that's mean, like uh, ask all the people and they're like like no that that's what grace would do grace <laughs> would do that if it feels like i can't miss this opportunity like or like this is meant that's like the boys to men playbook. That's like them approaching, yeah. but that's like right, they approached right, Michael right. Bivens at Just a like, new edition yeah, concert. Right. Like, I need to sing for you, and that's yeah. that's why Michael Bivens signed them. Like, you had a similar. I didn't even know that story. Boys to Men was my first concert when I was eight. Well, there it is. <laughs> so where, where, where is that concert? Where is um, that? It was at Summerfest. It was probably Summerfest. Nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Summerfest. Yeah. Do you remember its stage? I want to say. Is that like a good day of heaven? Amphitheater. Yeah, probably. So you probably. remember Boys to Men? Yeah. yeah. 
right? Yeah, yeah. I eight was years old. eight years old. I went with my friend Becca, who's my uh, I neighbor. I love specifics. I love, I love these details. Or else it's not real. It's not right. real. Becca, your buddy, Becca. But it was amazing. Right. I do remember it was like, there, I, you know, as an eight-year-old, I didn't totally process like boys to men, you know, like reaching out to the ladies. Yeah. Like, it was very, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's yeah, the yeah, music. Yeah. It's the yeah. sounds. Yeah, it's the, yeah. it's so, the harmonies. Yeah, and it was, it was incredible. And <laughs> <laughs> in it the was moment, a, yeah. it was like all oh, these sexy yeah. ladies out there, and <laughs> I was like, like yeah. "What is yeah. this? What's happening?" What did I do? Yeah. No, but and then ten know. years later, you're like, "Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what's going on. I got, yeah. I got everything. Yeah. So it. great." And so you auditioned on the spot, and you became part of the Central City Youth Gospel Choir. I, I, I half wish that, like, when we asked that question of you, Grace, that it would have been like Sister Act Two. That was the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Throw me for a loop. That's not in the Wikipedia. I knew about you in the right, choir, but like, right. didn't yeah. know Sister Act Two was such a powerful. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I think for Whoopi Whoopi. Goldberg, it was a contractual obligation because Sister right. Act One crushed it. Be, yeah, it like, we got to do two. Yeah. It's like, you know, someone in the world is going to yeah. see this and be like, "This is why I'm going to go into gospel," and that was you. It's funny because there's so many other singers like from, from my age generation yeah. or whatever who have the same. Yeah. They, have the <laughs> like, yeah. they have the same yeah, story. Yeah, the same story. Lauren Hill well, Lauren singing Hill. joyful, joyful, yeah. like, and Lauren Hill, you know, just as a singer, yes, affected me so much. Too. Yeah, mm. um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Sister Act Two was a special place. Uh, in, yeah. in, in <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So, so you had, you had talked a little bit about this in the open, but th- this idea of like they're all they're, you're meeting more and more Milwaukee folks out in Los Angeles. Um, how does I guess as you're out in Los Angeles, how does being from here sort of inform you out there, right, in, 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 the, uh, in the 213, as it were? Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, like, my favorite thing about being in L.A. and being from Milwaukee is, like I said, meeting other people from Milwaukee yeah. and mm-hmm. just, like, experiencing that Milwaukee pride that we all have. Like, yeah. I remember when the Bucks mm. were playing in the finals okay. um, <laughs> last yeah. year. You yeah. know, my husband's also from Milwaukee, or he's actually from Madison, but... From Wisconsin has um, an affinity, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were watching the Bucks finals on this uh, at this bar with this on the street in downtown LA, wow. and just like everyone was so proud to be yeah. like donning these Bucks jerseys <laughs> and like championing the city because yeah. there's so much to be so proud about, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, and I feel like the reason that I feel so connected when I meet other musicians in Milwaukee, um, why it feels like oh, like we've known each other for so long, is because like. Like I said, there's this. I think when you grow up here, there's this sense of like you you're you grow up to be very real and true to yourself, mm-hmm. and you, there is no um, sense like of not being willing to connect with other people. I think mm-hmm. that's something too that I love about this city. It's like there's a lot of you know. Sometimes I lived in New York for ten years, and mm. I've been in LA for about three and a half years, and there can sometimes be a feeling of like boundaries or like mm-hmm. you know. Um, gatekeeping mm-hmm. you can't get to me unless you prove this or blah 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 and the thing about Milwaukee is it feels like the walls are down and it's just mm-hmm. like hey mm-hmm. who are you like nice mm-hmm. to meet you let's just <laughs> you know get to know each other and um but that that feeling of pride is what makes me the most excited especially amongst the musicians there's like like in the session that I was in last week the minute that we found out we were both from Milwaukee like we forgot everyone else was in the room. <laughs> just yeah. like, oh my god, you're from Milwaukee. Where did you go? Oh, 84th Street. Oh my god, that's crazy. Like Gillies, Bucks, Brewers. Like, um, and so I think that it just it just feels good to be from a place. You know, when you're living in another city, yeah. that you can really like talk about and be proud of. Yeah. 
Is there, would you say that of the, of the musicians you've met out there who are from Milwaukee or just in general, right? Do, do you, do you have a sense of like, is there like a Milwaukee sound? Yeah. I've been curious about that actually, because I, uh, this is the first time like in the past year that I've started to meet so many mm. Milwaukee musicians. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, but I'm putting a pin in that. Yeah. I feel like mm. Milwaukee is still finding its sound. I think yeah. it's, yeah. it's about to burst at the seams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was saying, you know, before we started, you know, one thing that while even though I'm living in LA now, you know, like I the reason that I started this program called the Music Lab mm-hmm. um, in Milwaukee is because musically, you know, Milwaukee gave me so much and I wanted to give back to the high school mm. kids of the city like um, what Milwaukee gave to me and say like, you know, you can be musician and make it out of Milwaukee you don't have to leave mm-hmm. like and you and you can rep this city and be so proud that you're from here and like mm-hmm. I d- let me give you all the tools and the resources that I can so that you understand like Milwaukee is the place to be like mm-hmm. it kind of in the same way that you know like Chance championed Chicago and kind of advanced mm-hmm. his yeah. and Kanye you know making it this like uh, super musical hub in addition to LA and New York like mm-hmm. kind of Milwaukee thanks to you know, artists like B3, mm-hmm. Hugh Gulledge, who I just met, Felix, Moody, um, myself, like, Milwaukee has this potential, and so many others that came before us, obviously. Yeah. Yes, you know, yes. Algero, but just... Shout out to Algero. Shout out to Algero. Shout out to my man, Algero. Um, you know, like, I really think Milwaukee is going to be the next place of, like, uh-huh. musical, like, knowledge and, and just mm. presence in the industry like oh yeah oh and Lakia who's coming out of Milwaukee right now yeah. too um I just think you know New York LA Chicago Milwaukee that's gonna be the, the four the four big ones. I see I see that like it's like on, a, on one of those tote bags and it's like the cities with the dot between like you just yes. listed all the things yes. like and Milwaukee yes. there it is <laughs> you know like we we had a in an um I, I was in a meeting a couple of, of weeks ago Maybe it was a couple months ago now. With, the, with the, all the time, it's all crazy, right? Um, with a couple of folks, um, and I don't want to name names, but like there was, and these are folks in the music industry here in town, right? And and we were talking about um, we were talking about the nighttime economy and sort of how things work here in, in the city. And um, I mentioned to, to them that they're. I mean, to your point, I always said that like there's no reason why Milwaukee ought not be the next place for uh, particularly trap music, but just hip hop in general, right? Like there's no reason. There's we have all the artists here. We have an incredible. We have a couple incredible radio stations, but, but particularly Radio Milwaukee. Um, but for whatever reason, it's not right. People are either leaving to go to Atlanta or New York or LA, which is fine. But like, how do you like? To your point, like, how do you like sort of like link those folks back up such that the 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 sound of Milwaukee, that thing that you're talking about, gets exported, right? Like, it's like it ne- not necessarily have to like all be from here, but people ought to know that these folks are bringing Milwaukee there, right? And yeah. I think that's that that sense of like export that we're we're trying to figure out, right? Is how do we how do we help kind of like put a brand or put a button? I mean, to your point about like, let's put a pin on that conversation about like, what's the Milwaukee sound? Because that's, if we can figure that out, I think that's, that's magic, right? Because then people want to come here to, to, to get a, to get a piece of that and then bring that back, you know, like that's just super exciting. We'd love to sort of talk more about that at some point. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, 
Um, yeah, it's just, it's incredible, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like part of that is like Milwaukee be- being becoming more of a um, huge part of these artists' stories. So yeah. that like yeah. in the first line of the bio, it's always like, you know, Lakia from Milwaukee, mm. Beasley from Milwaukee, Keith from Milwaukee, yeah. Aldro from Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> and so that the right out <laughs> the Jerome family is like giving you like air fives, like thanks for keeping keeping all out there, man. We appreciate. That. We love that. That's right. That's right. Um, but so that you start connecting that in your brain, like okay, this artist from Milwaukee, this artist is from Milwaukee, yeah. this artist is from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So even if those artists aren't still living in Milwaukee. Um, it starts to create the brand and the sound through just just really good music that's mm-hmm. coming out of here. Um, and I also think, you know, part of the reason why Moody and I made this 414 song mm-hmm. is that, you know, we wanted to champion the city mm-hmm. and be very bold in to our music community and, like, you know, all of our friends yeah. in the music industry from different cities that, like, Milwaukee is where it's at. Like, yeah. You guys can all so I love it. You You did a great segue. (laughs) Tell us about how did this song emerge, right? Like, how does it, you know, happen? Or or did somebody come with like a big sack of money? He's like, make a full one for a day song. Yep, you got it. Like, how does that? That that isn't the world. Okay, so how did it happen? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, you're not against the sack of money. Yeah, you're fine. Big old. Um, big old dollar sound, a big old plumbing yeah, bag. Listen, like, listen. I'll, so I'll put my address, so <laughs> link, uh, my app, or my my uh, MetaMask. If anyone's into uh, Ethereum right now, we can go into a whole Web three conversation too, if you want. <laughs> yes, we'll have you back <laughs> on the Web three conversation. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dows and everything else. Yeah, you'll be the new guest on David's Crypto Corner. It's a sub part of the pod. I love it. I've been doing a good of Twitter spaces. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, you're gonna have to help me figure it out too. So, all right. So. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I actually, so I'm working on this EP that's coming out in the fall. Okay. And it's all love songs. I've never re- written a whole project or even a ton of songs that are really like love songs. You know, I, I've gone down different paths talking about disease or um, like kind of a lot of just different emotional topics. And I realized like I really want to like make a whole project that's all love songs. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of song title names. I was with my creative director, Zach, and he was writing down um, some ideas of song titles, mm. and he wrote down 414 because that's where I met my husband. Mm. And I was like, mm. what is there it is. 414? And I just liked the way it looked. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's such a great idea. Like, let me tell the story of meeting Dane in, in mm. Milwaukee. Wow. And as I started writing the song, it just turned into this love song to the city oh, and wow. to Milwaukee. And, um, it was crazy because like a week after I started writing the song, the Bucks called me and they were like, hey, we were wondering if you could perform um, for the halftime show in March. You know, we're thinking of doing a, a show where we feature Milwaukee women. You know, what do you oh, think? Wow. And I was like, that's crazy because I'm actually working on this song about Milwaukee right now. So that kind of sped up the process of finishing it. Yeah. And I hit up Beasley and I was like, yeah, I really, who she, and Beasley's an artist in the city. Yeah. And she um, runs the music lab with me. Um, works at 889. She's an incredible singer, artist. But um, I was like, can you send me, you know, your top female rappers in Milwaukee? I really want to have a female rapper featuring mm. the song. And the crazy thing is she sent me like 15 names wow. of incredible artists. Wow. And that's another, you know, moment of like realizing, God, there are so many yeah. dope artists in this city. That's mean to you, though. You have to pick one of the 15. That makes your life really hard. Was like, be free. Like, said you won. Yeah, like, she did yeah, the work cutting yeah, everybody. Yeah. Right? I've heard you do that. Do right? I, was like, I was like, wait, what am I going to do? They were right? all so good. Yeah, of course. And I was so yeah. proud. I was like, this is so dope. Yeah. But And then I heard Moody, and I was like, okay, Moody's going to win. Okay. Um, 
But yes, if that's so, the starting point was, you know, a love song about my mm. husband, and then it became this love song of the city. Oh. And then, you know, with Moody's verse, we just really realized, like, isn't it like a song that we can, you know, give back to the city, especially for like high school students and stuff, to have like an, an anthem that they mm. can really yes. be like, hometown love is the only way to love. Yeah. And that was kind of yes. a huge thing that we wanted to push was like, this city makes us like part of who we are. Mm. We love that. And, and that's kind of why we love ourselves so much too. Like mm-hmm. the confidence that you can get when you have pride in your city, I think is a really cool thing. Mm. David and I were talking, that's a genre of music called hashtag city strong. Like oh, there's yeah. all this, there's like these sort of exactly <laughs> these like sometimes, uh, you know, born of like sports teams making the Super Bowl. But like, th- I think there's all these sort of like exactly these on ramps to what you're talking about. It's yes. like yeah. connection to place yes. and, and what, Regardless, say what "Take Me Home, Country Roads." That's probably in, you know, that yeah. you know sort of genre. But like this, this joins that canon of like you know being connected to place and 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 even though you're far away, it's still with you. Yeah, place right. Um, as, as, as well, hometown love makes me strong. I mean, that's such a such a beautiful sentiment, right? Like it's just this idea that that civic pride, or at least the pride of the place where you're from, is the thing that gives you that inner strength. It's it's an incredible. Incredible sentiment. What is like? What is the uh, most LA thing that you're like <laughs> reluctantly like notice? Like, oh, the Milwaukee person in me can't believe that, I've, that, this that is, I'm this doing this LA thing. It's like, probably the sunlight, right? Uh, well, two two things. One yeah. is like sometimes when I'm in traffic, I will be like LA, like angry. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, you'll like, get that. You'll get that. Like, like Midwest self is like. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> be nice. Apologize right. for things you don't have to apologize. For. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing too is like I was we were you know it's snowing today, yes. which is crazy. Uh. But I was saying I always say that the one thing about LA, which this sounds crazy, but it's sunny every day, which sounds amazing. But when you grow up in a place that has seasons, there is something that you miss, like in your ability to process change and time yeah. and emotions. Where you know on a day where maybe I'm feeling a little bit down and some rain would maybe help me kind of like process something. It's like, <laughs> but it's somehow that you kind of feel shameful or guilty yeah. for having like down emotions. It's like, a yeah. but like here you could be like, yeah, it's a horrible day and I feel like crap. And you're affirmed. Yeah. You're, you're affirmed in going that. You can just bond over it and then you can get over it versus like burying your feelings because <laughs> you're not allowed to feel that. that. But, um, but yeah, those are probably the two things wow. that I, as a LA person now, from Milwaukee that I <laughs> noticed. You had mentioned your music lab, right, which was six years ago. Uh, you founded it. Um, a free monthly music and arts education program and talent accelerator for Milwaukee High School students and be free, right, as part of that work as well. Um, you had a probably a, a sense of, like, this is why I'm doing it, and when we do it, it'll do these things, and it's, it's, it's done the things. What has surprised you in, in either – uh, managing it or overseeing it or or just what, the kids yeah and what, what has surprised you like you're like I didn't expect blank I w- I've been surprised to see the change in the young people that mm-hmm. come through the program and this um, like the it's, it's what I hoped is, is that we were cr- one of our main goals of the program was to create a space where um, young people can be championed for who they are mm-hmm. and be celebrated for who they are and um you know, I say safe so that it feels like you know they can come out of their shell. Like mm-hmm. if there's if there's someone in their high school who hides and you know isn't super social or doesn't know how to express themselves or whatever, like we want them to come to the music lab and be able to 
um, have a space where maybe they can express themselves mm-hmm. and feel free to really show who they are. And not only do for be free and add to celebrate that, but for the other students in the room to be championing champion that too, and just to create community amongst these students. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was amazing to see, you know, I remember there was, there was one young boy the first couple years that we started, um, and he walked in, he was so shy. Like, mm. he, I could barely even get him to say hello, you know. Um, he was kind of standing in the corner, and um, we just sort of, you know, welcomed him into the space, and um, what I witnessed was other students giving him so much kindness, and mm-hmm. like, and and again, that like, sa- not even, you know, pushing him to come out of his shell, just like a safe stage to mm-hmm. step onto if he wants to, to mm-hmm. um, and by the end of that lab which is you know like a two-hour lab he was the one who's dancing in the middle of this dance circle that ended up oh. happening at the end and just like and it just it, I honestly like kind of gives me brings tears to my eyes I think about it because it's just like you know I remember being in high school and having like those moments of mm-hmm. just being so afraid that like if I show who I am am mm. I going to get accepted be accepted yeah. for that yeah and like the risk that you try to gauge if you should take that risk or not and it was just so cool to witness a kid taking the risk yeah. and then being celebrated for it and mm-hmm. championed for it by the other s- kids mm-hmm. around him in two hours in two hours Jeez. and it's just wow. and that's that was because of the kids in the room you know? yeah and it was just like cool and it was this affirmation of like okay yeah like we're we're on the right path and um like let's just Keep creating. Honestly, what Be Free and I do is we create space yeah. for the students to be themselves and yeah. let them show the way. Yeah, I think of the term nerd, right? <laughs> but when I think of what nerd, no, no, it's it's labeled, it's got some value. But when I think of nerd, it's like someone who's so vulnerable to love something in a way that like they they don't they care don't if anybody's care. watching. Yes. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out on this, right? And like. You know, and, and I think what you described is you create a place like that that has music at the heart of it. Like people who love music or you know it touches you or dance or something that touches you. Like if you come here, it's cool. Yes. You know, and that's, that's you know, and I think that's what I think of. Like kids can nerd out on, on music, you know, which uh, or, or and a specific kind of expression you sort of mentioned, right? You, you're, you're part of different ensembles and they have different genres and different focus. But this place, you know, you can get that there. Um, yeah. And, I, and you, you remind me of, like, again, there was another chapter in my life. I did youth development. Uh, and one of the things they would often share is that the, what's really important for young people is to have a space, to have adults that, that take them at face value, uh, that meet them where they're at, uh, and that they have a place where they can fail and know that they're still going to be okay. Like, these are, you know, as you were telling your story, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that ticks all the boxes of, of positive youth. Uh, development and and I just my wondering is like did you know you were a youth developer or <laughs> you know what I mean? because it's not or, or is it just or is it something no man I'm just trusting the music I trust the, uh, just the craft and the craft takes care yeah. of or is it like no I actually have my degree in youth development Mac I didn't know you know that I don't, I don't know Can well you, you I speak? well I actually was a part of a, a few youth programs when I was younger okay so a little bit of like yeah. you're mirroring some of the things exactly that yeah there. okay yeah and I was yeah. um. I, well, I went to camp and I was a camp counselor. So that, okay, <laughs> well, there you go. That's yeah. all you have to say. It's like, I've, I've been a camp counselor. You yeah, know, yeah. You made a lanyard or two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, and um, I w- did a program in high school called Young Arts. Uh, yeah. And th- that really kind of showed me, like, that was a space where when I walked into that space, it felt like the nerding out thing. What yeah. You're saying, where, like, everyone there was so into art. And <laughs> it was so cool to beat that into it or whatever. Yeah. And so that, you know, seeing that from being a participant of the program, when we were thinking about making the program, I was like, let's really take like 
the core aspects of what I love so much being a part of Young Arts and mm. bring that to the music. I mean, I was on the board of Young Arts and still work with them, and so they helped me set it up to, to make sure that sure. Like, we're creating Give a you a framework space. for how yeah. to put that. No, I, as I hear your story, Grace, it sounds like that you have this entrepreneurial vibe, right? And that's not, not all artists have an entrepreneurial vibe. And so just sort of wondering how, was that um, informally educated in the entrepreneurship or experientially educated? Could you speak a little bit about that? Because again, I don't think you do what you do. Like it isn't somebody just shows up and goes, you get, you get to do this, right? <laughs> you don't get to perform on Oprah Winfrey show, go to Showtime with Apollo. You, you told your, your new origin story about you auditioned on the spot. <laughs> what, what, can you speak to that and, and what you're observing in artists about that entrepreneurial skill set? Can you speak about that? Or is, yeah. is that something that resonates with you or am I just digging? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because I feel like the entrepreneur side of it has really started to blossom in the past couple of years mm -hmm. where in a way where I've kind of just embraced it and okay. gotten into it. I feel like for so, and kind of because it was, not like forced onto me, oh, but yeah. you know, in the way kind of network music or art in general yeah. is now, it's like you kind of have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah. You have to do it, or you have to figure out how to do it in a way that uh, makes you happy, I guess, and that you mm. love. And I think like for the longest time, you know, initially I always had that spirit of like, I want to be on stage and I want to sing, you know, from the time that I was like, I don't even remember when I started singing. Started singing, I always say that, but um. When I was really little, like five years old, I used to set up all my stuffed animals in like oh, stadium seating, yes. and I would like tape a flashlight to the <laughs> little pole in my basement and like set up my karaoke oh machine, my just like sing to my stuffed animals. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. um, and so I, I, that was always my dream. And yeah. I was so I had, you know, I have two amazing parents who always encouraged me to follow my dreams. Yeah. You know, and like really, my dad especially was like you want to be a singer, you can do that, you know? Yeah. So, like, I always had that in my head that, like, okay, I'm going to do it. I can do it. Right. But then, you know, on the journey, you realize, like, God, it's, like, really hard to, yeah. like, <laughs> to do you're it. You're not the only one who has that thought, right? <laughs> like, you're not. You're not. It's like, and, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. yeah, so it was always, like, I don't want to miss opportunities. I want to make sure that I, um, you know, stand up in those moments where I get to do something that I love. And even when you guys asked me to sing the Al Jarreau song at the beginning of yes, this, <laughs> which we didn't record, but <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can do that. Let's you did. You like immediately <laughs> looked at her phone. You're like, I'm going to look this song up. And I'm like, don't. So just for the listeners, as you, as you hear in the opening, we, we, we riffed on like, maybe we'll make our guest David in, in the run up. David just goes, hey, can you sing some Al Jarreau? And I'm, I, I felt knew, mortified. I, I knew I knew you wouldn't ask. I was, <laughs> no, of course I'm not going to ask because that's rude. To, to do that to people. I honestly love that you ask. Cause like, I well, love I, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, so my point of view is uh, you, you have a craft and you have an instrument and it, how dare I ask you just showing up. Here's the thing. I, in a, in a previous life, Grace, I was at, uh, I was at IO Chicago doing improv, right? Uh, for, from in the nineties back before the internet. Right. So, when the, my dumb roommate would be like, hey, you know, my buddy's an improviser. And we're meeting like <laughs> make, make do something. We're meeting girls. Hey, you know, my buddy's an improviser. Like, what are you doing? Because yeah, yeah, then yeah. they go like, hey, make me laugh. And yeah. I'm like, you, like, what? So that that's why, David, like, I, would, I wouldn't want to go to yeah. Grace. Go, hey, Grace, why don't you sing? Because I know that's your job. <laughs> well, you put it out there. Do. Well, you put it out there. I know. Anyways, that's what we're just giving, catching up the listeners. And I just want to note that Grace's response was yes. She's like, yeah, let me figure this out. And like, I just said, Grace, don't, don't do this. <laughs> we're not paying you. We're not. Don't. Well, we're, we're asking you to talk, but the, the voice is another level, and we got to go through agents, and it's not get all the paper. Anyway, that being said, we're back. 
Exactly. <laughs> so the journey. Yeah. The journey. Well, yes, yeah, the journey. as the entrepreneurial side yeah. of me would yeah. say, okay, yeah, yeah, talk to my agents before we even know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, so then, you know, as I took the journey, I, w- I fought the entrepreneur side oh. of this for a long time, where yeah. I was like, I only want to focus on the art. I yeah. want to just sing. I don't want to think about the marketing. I don't want to have to post on social media. Yeah. I like, I kind of just like, no, please don't make me. And then, you know, after getting signed to Capitol Records, which yeah. was really cool, actually, yeah. because I got to see how the industry kind of moved yeah. at that level. Um, but I realized that even being signed to a major label, and I don't know if it was, it's always been like this or it's just kind of the way things are yeah. now because of yeah. social media and all these things, but the expectation at the labels is like, you know, you like you need to keep doing your thing. Yeah. Um, and like, if it works out, like we'll back you. And it's weird because they don't actually say that. <laughs> I wish they would. I wish it was yeah. just, I wish it was honestly more like um, uh, investment in like um, a, a startup business. I right, think that yeah, that's where right. I'm hoping it shifts because that yeah. it would just be so clear. Like, right. you know, we're investing in you uh, to keep doing your thing. Yeah. And, but when, when I signed, it was a little bit of kind of, learning that through the yeah. unsaid energy kind of <laughs> of very like, intuitive right? yeah, yeah right. like i have a feeling like yeah. that you know this is what they're expecting of me even if they're not saying or whatever but yeah. once i left capital that's when i kind of started getting the little fire of like you know i can do this yeah. and actually i like it like yeah. why am i fighting this and mm. and why don't i try to really figure out like the things that get me excited on the business side and the mm-hmm. and that feel really creative and that's honestly why I love that your guys is the name of this podcast is imagine because mm-hmm. like on the entrepreneurial side when I imagine like oh what can we do like mm-hmm. what are yeah. all the things that we can do then I feel like I'm activating my artist brain yeah. in an entrepreneurial lane yeah and then I feel like like hey this is fun like I, I instead of it feeling like work it feels like Mm. an extension of art I guess. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah it's been fun and it's like a fun thing to think about all the ways that you can try to get your song out there and how yeah honestly how you can create value for your fans oh, as an artist yeah. um is another good way to look at it and yeah. kind of like an entrepreneurial sure. mindset of yeah. like you know what what am i doing for the fans that make would make them want to Listen and hang out. It's it's <laughs> less of I'm going to create this piece and the fans are going to love it and that's a relationship. That's it, you're, yeah. you're you're thinking of your fans. Yeah. And and because they they appreciate your craft and they appreciate what you're about, you want to make sure. Hey, I want to meet what that is. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and and that feels like very entrepreneurial, <laughs> right? That, that feels very like you go to a go to yeah. Center of Entrepreneurship. Right. They're like, no, that's exactly yeah. it. That's what you're supposed well, to the, do. Well, the work also never ends, too, right? I, I think and I think that your your lesson is. is Everybody, sh- every young artist should know that lesson, right? When you get signed, that's when over. the work starts, right? Like, I remember when I was in Los Angeles, I got, uh, I remember t- two, two things happened to me. I, I got um, signed to a talent manager, and I thought, uh, I was an actor, writer, director, right? And I thought that was, I thought all my problems are solved. Nope, didn't, yeah. didn't work, right? And then, and then a couple years later, I got hip-pocketed at uh, Fox Television. They were selling some of my TV or trying to sell some of my TV scripts. And I was like, oh, all my problems are solved, right? Like TV deals coming down the pipeline. And it would like they, to your point, like they just, they expected you to continue doing all of your work and all of the other stuff. And if something hit, they would have just been like, 
yay, let's do it, right? We we are let's we put are the rock, board. Let's yeah, strap the rocks right. to your back now. Let's go, right? Yeah, but, but you you have to have the you have to have the ignition first, yeah. right? Before yeah, you gotta yeah. Fight. And yeah. I think that's something that that at least in, in in our in my experience, like people just don't have that mindset first, right? It's the it's the you know, you have to do the work and continue doing the work and and find ways into being developing that relationship with your fans. I think that's that, that that's super that's super right on. Yeah, totally. And I think too, like it's it's like the more that we talk about it and share the the lessons, I guess, of, yeah. of realizing like, you know, it's it's like I, I used to look at these uh, the journey as like hitting these like uh, marks or like mm. plateaus mm. kind of like, okay, I'm gonna climb up the mountain then I'm gonna get to this point yeah. and mm. then I'm able to relax and then like you know, I'll get back up and go to the next level or whatever. And now I'm kind of realizing it, it's just a continuous yeah. journey that goes. It doesn't have direction, really. It just, you just go. You and, know? You, and you don't know how it's going to manifest, right? Yeah. You don't know how the opportunities really are going to supposed to be until they actually manifest. Yeah. And, and again, that those opportunities only happen because of how you because position you yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How you show up, yeah. How you happen to be in that room. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're a person and, and got to see that choir. And you're like, I'm yeah, right now. I'm gonna take that opportunity now, right now, right? And so it isn't like, oh, today's gonna be the day. It's it's like you just kind of keep a little bit every day of being in your place of well, what does it mean to be an artist today, and what will I do today because I'm an artist, and you'll do those things, and and, and, and what it does is creates the four and four song as yep. well as other as your <laughs> upcoming <laughs> album as well. Like you said, your EP's coming out. Yep. Uh, in the fall, hopefully. The fall. That's what I'm putting on the camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're trying to manifest that. Well. Yep. Putting that in the fall. Yep. Will it be on TikTok sooner? Will it be on TikTok sooner? Like, how does that work? Maybe. I, I don't have TikTok. David is the TikTok user. I, I'm hey, not, so. We need, uh, I've tried with TikTok. I need to, I, I haven't found, like I said before, like what gets me excited. What can I do yeah. on TikTok? Yeah. Like, and I need to start thinking that in that way because <laughs> there's so much opportunity there, you know? It's yeah. like, but I get, I, it's like, Exhausts me, but yeah. I gotta. I'm gonna that's find fair. the key. If if I could figure out a way to monetize watching TikTok, that that's the <laughs> way. That, that's it, right? Just not not creating content, yeah, just like, like watching it. Content. <laughs> yeah, content just like following like crazy TikTok. I like that phrase. What excites me, and I want to build off that. What what is uh, something you're excited about? It could be in your practice, or and or what is something about Milwaukee that excites you? Um, yeah. what, what does that come show up for you? Well, I'm so excited about 414. Obviously, because yeah. yes. 414 day. Excellent. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited about the art scene in Milwaukee. Mm. Like, you know, I've been talking to uh, downtown Milwaukee or Milwaukee mm. downtown about um, maybe doing a, a mural project together wow. around the lyrics of 414. And they're wow. all in. We found this amazing artist named Sid who's going to wow. be painting um, a mural somewhere downtown that we're super excited wow. about. Um you're just seeing like all of the musicians that are coming out of the yeah. city. Like I said, like that gets me really excited. Like I, I just sense that there's a lot of from what you guys are doing to, you know, what visit Milwaukee, Milwaukee downtown, um, and all these other agencies. I think are starting to really put this energy and this fo and eighty eight nine of course, yeah. like this focus on like the art scene in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited to see how that blossoms. It mm -hmm. feels like it's like gonna take over in the next. Couple years. This is my. That's our hope. Right that's now, our it feels hope. like yeah. it's taken over. That's know. our hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's our hope. Your snow will. I always want to be like you know like the Franklin Mint has like those coins that commemorate like the moment when the Apollo <laughs> space shuttle. <laughs> like, I always be like, how, how how do I get on a coin? I want to be in a room. I want to be in that room where they're like this, and then they decided. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like you're part of that. You're part of that. Like, and then 
414 song broke, and then the rest was better. The, our good. experiences were... So I tell us about, uh, so 414 drops on 414 Day. Yep. Um, are there events planned? What, what's happening? Yeah, so we're actually doing a ton of things. Um, we have a, a scavenger hunt that we're doing wow, on Wednesday nice. with um, costs. So we have, we're going to be dropping clues um, Wednesday morning of these four locations in the city where you can show up and there'll be a, a CD player with cost headphones and you can hear the song early. Oh, nice. Um, and you'll get a little surprise when you show up too, a little wow. giveaway. Um, we are creating the mural um, by Sid, who's incredible. We are, uh, there's like so many things in my brain, can't even <laughs> think yeah. of it all right now. Um, we're going to do a Light the Hone show with the song. Oh, sweet. Um, Moody and I are going to be doing a lot of stuff on socials next week. Mm. Um, we're giving away headphones. If you pre-save the song, you get some free, amazing cost portable headphones. Um, and <laughs> wow. the list goes on. We, we've just like been hitting up different Milwaukee organizations and sending the song and overshooting oh, the music video next week. Actually, okay. in the city. Yep. Okay. Um, so it's just been like, you know, process of like, let, let's see like who this vibes with. And yeah. luckily, like a lot of people in Milwaukee so far seem to be vibing with it. So we just want to turn it into this celebration and then um you know we're gonna keep pushing the song over we want it to be the song of the summer this is such yeah. Yeah. in milwaukee so yeah. we have some radio stations 889 is picking it up um doing something with kiss fm oh, gonna, nice. yeah um and then iheart and odyssey are both uh wow. in on it too so yeah we're we're stoked you're cracking the big i mean like <laughs> we love radio milwaukee but like those big corporations <laughs> are tough to crack man so like if you can get in there and get on that playlist that's pretty that's pretty tight uh, also maybe paired with a deep bucks run yeah, another, right. yet another reason that's right. people want to have these four and four theme songs. That yep. Again, as a Bulls fan, that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> we know. have a Bulls fan in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up, I grew up in the shy. I grew up in the shy. It's a, like you said, I, I got love. It's, I'm not gonna let that go. I can't. I mean, I'm not gonna just jump on some Giannis bandwagon because yeah, obviously, they're the, obviously they're the best team. World I'm champions. Not, I'm world not, champions. I'm not down yeah. it. But that would be good for your brand. Uh, with the song <laughs> to have have it piped, you know, I'm imagining. Well, you know what's going to happen. You know, is e- NBA is on ESPN coming in from commercial. You hear that track playing yeah. as they're yes. showing the, the the home bridge. Yeah, that's right. They're showing That'd know, be the North Bronzeville, showing yeah. parts of Milwaukee that don't usually get some run on on the on the thing. You that, know, that's what I'm envisioning for you. For for you, Mac, it's going to be uh, what is it, seven seven three. What's which your crazy area code <laughs> down grew, there? I grew up in the 708 suburban Chicago, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the 708 is going to get a song. If it was, it would probably be some sort of thrash metal or Sammy Hagar comes next back year, and records the track. Because that was the music, unfortunately, I grew up with. A lot of flannel and a lot of, a lot of Van Halen, non-David Lee Roth. That was, that, was in, that was the soundtrack of my area I grew up in. So, Grace, as we are beginning to yeah. wrap up, uh, we have a, a unique power here at, at, at this podcast where we can make our guests the arts and cultures are. Yes. The problem is, is it only lasts until the end of the show. Whatever you proclaim, <laughs> yeah. the power That's only lasts until the end of the show, which is why we have it at the end. Because if it was at the beginning, you know, it, the world would be crazy, right? So, um, as our as our guest, um, if you from the last two minutes, you have this power, make any proclamation, any policy decision about arts and culture here in Milwaukee. What is your what is your reign of of arts? Um, I would say that every single school in the Milwaukee area needs to have a solid art program and that the arts teachers are paid well. There it is. Yes. I think we can join you on that Look one. Look at that. I think we can definitely join you on that one. I, I had a, 
uh, a recent visit with a school board member, not again, also not going to name names, um, asked that person about like how, because uh, as you may know, MPS might have, uh, MPS has a mandate that every kid in MPS has, uh, has some arts education. Um, and I asked, well, how's that going? And this person was like, well, you know, we just got the report uh, for this last year. We learned a lot about, like, installation of facilities. Interesting. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. How do you feel about that? And they were like, I don't think it, 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 it follows in the spirit of, mm. of what the board mandate is. And I was like, right. I think that's right. I, I think it's not about facilities. I think it's actually about kids actually getting arts education. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think we join you on that, on that proclamation. And I think, we, I think we, we at Imagine here may be working on some of that, uh, hopefully coming up in the future, to make, to make, it, to make that proclamation be true. Well, let me know how I can help because I will be there championing that <laughs> yeah. with you. So I got you. Fresh, yeah. fresh back of that that tour to promote the album. We're gonna, we're gonna bring you back on and be like, you know, come on, let's go, let's get this together. Uh, Grace, when you're not on this podcast, looking up Al Jarreau, how can our <laughs> listeners find you? Uh, you can find me anywhere. The name Grace Weber shows up with one B. Uh, Your search Instagram. engine optimization is good, by the way. Is it good? It's really good. Your Yay. people are great. Your people are great. That's the first thing. Boom. Grace Weber. <laughs> Wikipedia, awesome. like, let me learn about Grace. And then Amazing. someone vouch. So Your people are good. Go. People are good. Um, yeah. Google, uh, graceweber.com, one B, all the Instagrams and uh, Twitters and all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And if, ki- if, if kids, if folks want to get engaged <laughs> with the song on Wednesday and Thursday, how do they do? Is there a place they can go to to find out how to? do the the the, the, the things all the things else. yeah so um head to my instagram account that's where we're going to be dropping all Got the clues it. and things yes. awesome. and then actually you remind me because on 414 day we're trying to get everyone in the city to play the song oh. as many people as we can to play the song at 414 p.m oh yeah as this moment of everybody connecting um through music together so that's that's our goal so if you're listening right now 414 p.m set your alarm Everyone's going to be playing 414 featuring Moody, um, and we're going to be singing and dancing together. And we might be having a party that night at a bar. Oh. And so, oh, and I'm also going to be. Yes, yes. Wait, I love that. I love, I that love we're it. Getting I like this is great. You know, Grace's new podcast is Oh, and. And it just keeps, information just keeps added on to things. And I, I flew in this morning on the, on the 6 a.m. <laughs> spirit flight, so my brain is starting to get to that point where it's like, you could do it. Keep going. You um, but I'm by, also... By the way, if anybody finds Grace's purse on that oh spirit gosh, flight, yes. and please I turn it my, into I the last one. on the plane. And I'm Whoa. hoping that my dad... Did he t- Ooh, four text messages for my dad. Should we see if he found the purse? Oh, yes. Please. Yes. Mystery of the purse. Yay! Yes. Oh. Okay, so no, no, call off the APB oh, on the purse. So Descramble the jets, everybody. Oh. Purse has been found. What the a packages. way to wrap the episode. Yeah. Awesome. The purse we has did been it. found we did at it. the airport. Deep this breath. is Deep great. Breath. You were, you were oh. absolutely right. You manifested it. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, said, yeah. we said it was going to yeah. show up. That's right. That's, <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. Okay, um, so. Yeah. So, yeah, one other thing. I'm performing at Collectivo. I'm doing a little acoustic set and a Q&A hang at the Prospect, the one on Prospect. Back room. So, oh, sorry. Honestly, I feel like it's the one downtown. Um, okay. I will 
This is a, it's a surprise. It's a surprise where I'm doing it. <laughs> follow <laughs> your Instagram. Though, right? follow, follow the IG though. Yeah, yeah. Follow one Carissa of the collectivos I am performing. It's good because there's only a few collectivos in town. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. Like this, is this part of the challenge, Grace? Is this part of the challenge? Uh, where like, this is this is my own challenge <laughs> myself right now. I'm like, come You're, on, you did. Grace so will be good. wearing the cos headphones during the performance, and you have to battle her. You actually have to take it off her head, and there, there's like a, it's like a hand to hand combat. Thing. It's have, like a Highlander type situation. Have the poster. Thursday, collect prospect. prospect, yeah. prospect. On back prospect, room, yeah. which is yeah. which is by the lake. No, no, no sorry, yeah. back room. Is, is it's it the back room? room? It's the back, back room. room. They have a concert. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. Concert. So Beautiful doing space. a little acoustic set. We're gonna do yes. a Q and A just to hang, oh, kind of nice. like what we're doing right now, just yeah. to talk back about music in Milwaukee. Really, so, so great. And yeah. that's on four and four day. And that'll be on four and four day. And the time <laughs> going back to the phone to the poster. <laughs> and we'll link to this as, as uh, folks. Yeah, we will get three all this to five. Three, three to five, five p.m. So at four and, and also time. at four fourteen, you'll be playing the and song. And I'll be playing the song with everyone yeah. in the room. I'm awesome. actually going to be performing it live. So when you, no, if you're there, you can hear it there. If you can't make it, play it on your phones, Spotify, Apple, you know, all those things, or turn on the radio. Hopefully, it'll be on the radio at that point too. So yeah. Let's go. Home Let's love. go. Let's go. Thank and on you that so note, much. Grace, you're so great. Thanks for coming back, not just to do the pod, but thanks for, for sharing 414 with us, with the city. And uh, look forward to celebrating that as the summer goes on. Song of the summer. We call it, we're calling it now. We're calling right. it Song of the now. Summer. Right. This room That's has right. a lot of manifesting power. That's it is. I realize it. It is. <laughs> so. I'm going to manifest my taxes this weekend. Okay. i got to get my taxes <laughs> done. That's my manifest. I know it's a modest ask. I should be. I, I, use, a, I use software. So it's not that hard. I, I, I was pretty not, not ambitious. Well, you, you're, not, you're not there with the armbands with the little light? Like, no, I don't, don't have, I don't have like the green <laughs> visor. And I don't have the, and the little adding machine where you pull. Who are you? Of course you use software. Yeah, that was probably a very modest ask in this manifestation room. I, I'm not honoring this. <laughs> that being said, uh, thanks so much, Grace, for being with us on the pod. Well, that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Sorry for some of the audio issues on Grace's mic. This was our first time back in almost two years, so we will uh, make sure we work that out for uh, future in-person recordings. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support this podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. It really helps people find us. Or you can contact us directly at pod at imaginemke.org. Imagine's podcast is a team effort produced, edited, and hosted by MacArthur and Keyboard, David Lee, and Lindsay Sheridan, and is the flagship of the Imagine MKE Podcast Network. Make sure you listen to back episodes of Black Imagination and Art Forward MKE, all of which can be found at imaginemke.org slash podcasts. Big thanks to Bobby Drake for our incredible podcast theme. And to catch all the latest from us, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Imagine underscore MKE or Facebook at Imagine MKE. Thanks again, and we will catch you next Tuesday. We have another great guest coming in to talk about the incredible arts and culture scene here in Milwaukee. Happy 4 and 4 day. Peace out. <laughs>